I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In the 1930s, there was a bit of a war over radios in cars. Legislators argued that car radios were distracting and hazardous. The Radio Manufacturers Association countered that passengers were more of a driver distraction than a car radio. Listening to the radio, they claimed, was safer than even looking in the rearview mirror. But Illinois, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, and Ohio legislatures all considered implementing car radio fines. And in 1935, Connecticut legislators actually did introduce a bill that would have placed a steep fine on radio installation. $50 in 1935, which is over a 1000 today. Others considered making car radio installation a crime. It wasn't until 1939, though, that anyone actually studied whether a correlation between car radios and car crashes existed. The Princeton Radio Research Project determined that car radios played little to no role in car accidents. Skipping ahead to 1999, the Society of Automotive Engineers advised drivers to follow the 15-second rule. Uh, That is, they said a driver can be distracted by an in-car activity, such as talking to passengers or retrieving an item from the glove compartment, for up to 15 seconds before the task becomes a visual distraction and thus becomes unsafe. But if you're zipping along at, say, 55 miles an hour, that's about 80 kilometers per hour, Your car travels about the length of a football field every five seconds. That's about 360 feet, or 105 meters. 
So you cover three times that in 15 seconds. Today, both the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the U.S. Department of Transportation recommend that no in-car activity take more than two seconds, lest it become a dangerous distraction. At the same time, we'd be surprised if a present-day car rolled off the assembly line without at least a radio installed. Most new models have sleek digital audio systems. Today, too, car audio systems are considered to be among the low-level distractions, along with eating and drinking, that, combined, are responsible for distracting us about a third of the time that we spend behind the wheel. That's not great, but activities like texting while driving are even more serious, because that distracts you visually, physically, and cognitively all at the same time. And further research has found that listening to music may actually help drivers stay focused on the road during certain circumstances, like long trips on monotonous highways, though handling a media player or touching the audio controls was found to be distracting. So why, then, do we so often turn down the volume of the radio when we really need to concentrate on driving, Uh, say, when it comes to look for an upcoming exit sign during heavy traffic, or when we're approaching an unfamiliar destination? It has to do with the demands on our ability to concentrate, and the limitations of the human brain. As it turns out, turning down the radio to concentrate isn't strange at all. It's your brain's natural reaction to the circumstances. The human brain has three parts. Uh, First, there's the cerebrum, the largest part of the brain, and the part that controls your higher cognitive functions, such as language and emotions. Uh, Then there's the cerebellum, which controls your muscle movements and balance. Finally, there's the brainstem, which controls all of the body's automatic functions, such as breathing, as well as acting as the relay station between the spinal cord and the cerebrum and cerebellum. As you go through your day, you collect information about your environment through your five primary sensory systems, taste, hearing, smell, touch, and vision. Each sensory system has its own sensory neurons, and they send reports to your central nervous system, uh, that is your spinal cord and brain, about changes in your environment. The brain combines all of this information and decides how to proceed. That process is called encoding. The brain is constantly evaluating what its primary task should be, the the chief task that the brain will focus on, and what its secondary task or tasks should be, which are the concurrent tasks that get less focus. The brain's ability to switch back and forth between tasks is called attention switching, and it comes with a price. When the brain switches its focus and attention from one task to another, it's fast, but not instantaneous. Those fractions of a second spent toggling may slow down your performance, including minor delays in your reaction times. And when you're lost, that could mean the difference between seeing or not seeing the street sign that you need. People often turn down the radio when driving in crowded urban areas, looking for a specific address, or driving in dangerous conditions, like torrential rain or during a snowstorm because those activities require more concentration than your typical drive. Turning the radio down or off eliminates a task from the brain's to-do list, shifting its focus to the most important task, finding the way, and getting there safely. Research shows that at work, 11% of us write our to-do lists during meetings, and more than half of us check email while we're on a phone call. Many of us like to think of ourselves as expert multitaskers, and we consider it the norm to perform two or more tasks at the same time, 
or different tasks quickly back-to-back, or to switch rapidly between two tasks. But despite our pride in and fondness of multitasking, the brain isn't actually built to multitask. Of course, every brain is different, but speaking generally, give the brain one task and it's no problem. Uh, Two tasks and the brain divides and conquers them. More than two tasks, though, and things change. With divided focus and attention, the brain begins to perform less effectively and is prone to making more errors. The human brain, it turns out, doesn't have infinite resources, and it handles tasks sequentially. Yet, it's able to switch from task to task so rapidly that we think we're multitasking. And because we have a limited capacity when it comes to focus and attention, especially when we're concentrating hard, the brain has to choose what information gets processed and encoded. For example, your brain can handle either visual driving-related tasks, like looking for an address, or rocking out to the radio. When we try to multitask, each goal competes for the brain's available resources. Multitasking creates a traffic jam, and in the end, we perform poorly on each task as a result. We overlook important information, we make errors, and we end up remembering less information overall. When the brain is forced to switch rapidly from task to task, it doesn't perform as well as it does when it can focus on one thing at a time. Multitasking increases our error rate by as much as 50%. And it doesn't speed things up, either. Uh, Trying to multitask doubles the amount of time that it takes to perform each of the tasks at hand. When you introduce a third task, the brain's prefrontal cortex, which makes executive decisions, will discard the one it considers the least important. It's got to do with the limits of our sensory system. We tune out what our brain determines to be of lesser importance. When we're lost or when we have to perform a driving task that we don't do very often, like uh, parallel parking, we edit our environment. We stop listening to passenger conversation. Our field of vision shrinks. We turn down the radio's volume or turn it off, all in an effort to throw our focus into vision or spatial relationships, uh, respectively. And That's great. When you're driving, all your attention should be focused on the road. In other environments, scientists suggest taking control of our focus and attention, uh, consciously beginning and ending one task at a time. This is called set-shifting, a practice that's been shown to result in fewer errors than multitasking. Other research suggests devoting 20 minutes to one goal at a time before consciously switching to the next. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Do We Turn Down the Radio When We're Lost? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Maria Tremarkey. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.